0: You're listening to episode 186 of the 360 Vegas Podcast. Check out the blog at 360VegasPodcast.com or send us an email at 360VegasPodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show when you shop at Amazon. Simply go to the blog, click on the Amazon banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money.
1: Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas.
0: Las Vegas functions on a -a 24-hour-a-day schedule. Who's the casino? Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. Mirage, Flamingo. Sahara. MGM Grand. This
1: isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? I want to gamble. They always put
0: the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good
1: luck. Strip is just the most amazing stretch of the
0: road, I think, probably anywhere in the world.
2: Kickin' ass in Vegas.
0: Vegas, baby.
2: Vegas, baby.
0: Welcome to Las Vegas.
1: Okay, so we're going to get into this for a little bit, but I, I don't, I don't want to dwell on it too much. Doing the show as long as I have and having the sense of humor that I have, I've always known, periodically, I was going to offend somebody, and, and once again... Uh, we we did it, or, or specifically Karen did it.
2: <laughs> I know. Go figure. I was the one that was offensive.
1: No, no, it wasn't just Karen. <laughs> <laughs> so we we had I'm made a sweet
2: one. How a a stereotypical.
1: Uh, or, or were we allowed to say Jew because Is that is that? The word "Jew" is so weird right now. Like, it seems like 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 an acceptable shorthand, but yet I feel uncomfortable saying
2: it's... We made it. We made reference to the Jewish people that could be perceived a stereotype. We, we
1: played right. off a stereotype. Exactly. W- one of the better stereotypes on the planet, where it's actually kind of good a good stereotype, but inevitably we we offended somebody. So I don't subscribe to the concept of only we can make that joke, and we meaning, you know, the, the people in which are, are, you know, like only Jewish people can make fun of Jewish people. I, I don't buy I into don't, shit. Or only Italians
2: can make fun of Italians, right, exactly. or Polacks in your case. I, I, don't,
1: I, don't, yeah, I don't buy into any of that stuff. I mean, either something can be made fun of, or it can't. Using that concept of only we can, you just made the point, only I would be able to make Italian jokes, or... Uh, well, I guess you could argue idiot jokes or uh, Polish jokes, anything <laughs> like like that. To me, is just completely it's it's either funny or it isn't. That's all there is to it. And I'm not saying everybody has to have that same definition. I'm just saying there is a def, there there is a line. The concept I subscribe to regarding whether a joke is offensive or not is: would I say that to someone's face? And my intent is always to be funny. And for me. When it comes to, to humor, it's all about intent. So if I, if I say something... Actually, not if I say something. If you were to say something to me that I find incredibly offensive, but I genuinely think your intent was to be funny, the only thing I will hold you to is the fact that you weren't funny. And and I say all the time we aren't funny. I try to be funny. <laughs> and often fail miserably. Yeah, but that's that's fine. The most I would ever hold you to, if I genuinely thought... And, and I say that because... There are some things that I won't make jokes about. I have a, a, a black friend that likes to encourage me to, to use the N-word in which I refuse to simply because I have been around people who, if they're in an environment where that's acceptable for someone, they can use it in a hateful way and yet try and masquerade it as comedy or or a joke or or whatever. And to me, I'm like, I'm not giving you the green light in any way, shape, or form. I I don't care if someone else thinks it's fine. I I don't, so I'm I'm not going to let you. So if I genuinely think that you're just trying to be funny, the worst I will ever hold you to is that it's not funny. So we will continue to lovingly tease those that fall into that constraint. And for those of you that find it offensive... Oh, well. I mean, it's disappointing. Well,
2: I'm sorry that they find it offensive. I honestly, you know, the, the comment in general from last week, I did not mean to be offensive. Um, and I, I said it in the way that I did with a specific reason of trying not to be offensive. So it, it yeah, very the much fact reminded that I me, somebody I feel bad.
1: It very much but, reminded me of if we were around my cousins who were Jewish, we would make that joke. Directly to them. Oh, absolutely. And I would
2: say Uncle Gary all the time.
1: Absolutely. 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 And that's the way that the way that I, if you recall, and it wasn't I even did, a joke. It was kind of an observation. Yeah. But if you recall, I didn't know what a quote unquote Jew joke was until uh, I had. Uh, I used to work in retail for a while, and and one of the one of the guys that I hired that ended up becoming my assistant uh, was Jewish, and he used to make jokes that I didn't get, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I don't, he I would. don't, yeah, <laughs> I don't get it. And he goes, because I'm Jewish. And I'm like, so. I don't what does that mean? Well Jewish people do you like, oh, oh, okay, all right. <laughs> now I know. Now you can make that joke and I can laugh at it because now I understand what that means. <laughs> Tony, do you have anything to add to this? Like I said, I don't want to dwell on it. Um, I just wanted to restate that this is this is who I am, this is the way that we proceed on the show, this is kind of the guidelines that we put out there. They are developed by by me, very much like some of the rules and some of the things on this show that that I've created. I've created my own Taste level. Uh, some some will say lack of taste, but taste level. Uh, regardless, anything that you that you think you want to add? No,
0: I think you pretty much hit the uh, addressed all of the aspects of it.
1: Okay, all right.
2: The, the one thing I want to say, cause yeah. based on what you just said, of you know, you create the rules and it's your
1: rules. In um, my head, in my head, and
2: that's fine in your head. I would never say something that I honestly
1: thought would be offensive. Well, no, no. And that, I've got
2: my own level compared to yours. That's so. exactly
1: – that's what I mean. I'm so glad you just said that. I'm so glad you just said that. Because you're like – I'm not rules saying and everybody rules. Like, follows – Like, like rules? these are the rules I've created and everyone has to follow them. That's not what I'm saying. What I've genuinely done – because we – I went – I've said this on the show before and, again, we're not going to get into it. I went, but we through, are. <laughs> I, not, not extensively. <laughs> I went through a period in my life where I, I – the concept of me saying something – in kind of similar to this where i say something in in genuine just trying to be funny and it offended somebody put me into a two-year tailspin where i wouldn't talk i literally mumbled for two years out of fear that anything that i would say would offend somebody till it got to the point where lots of therapy uh, got me to the point where I just said, you know what? I'm creating my own rules. I'll do my best to explain those rules to people. The number one thing that I need people to do is tell me, because I'm going to assume there is no line, except the line I've created in my head. And it's your job to tell me when I've crossed it. And when we get to that, I, like my friends have been like, yeah, I don't really think that's funny. I'm like, all right, well, I'll I'll try not to make that joke around you, you know, but you have to understand my intent is to be funny. So, if you just don't think it's funny, that's fine. If you're offended by it, I will do my best to ignore it. But always know, I'm just trying to be funny.
2: Yeah, and and I think the only other thing I would add to is you know we had an, other listeners that um, very politely corrected me with some of the general stereotypes that i was referring to and which you know we had one listener that said hey my my jewish grandmother loved to gamble she would right. hunt for hours uh for the best bargain deal and then win it all back at uh, the first hand of gin rummy so you know okay didn't realize that that jews also gambled that they love to but that's great so <laughs> of you course know. they do <laughs> It didn't. Pop, I I was just assume you know, good with money meant you didn't do something that was risky or wasteful.
1: So that's, well, that's clearly what we have Jewish people that listen to the show. Clearly they like to gamble, unless they just listen and go, you silly, stupid, frugal. Or I guess you wouldn't be frugal, uh, uh, frivolous Spend people. Through. Yes. Oh, you idiots with your money. <laughs> like the entire appeal of the show is like, oh no, I don't like to go to Vegas, but I love to hear how dumb people are by going to Vegas. <laughs> that to me is what I find entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> So, there it is. There it is. There it is. All right. Well, then let's start the show. He's Mark. She's Karen. I'm Tony. And as always, we start with Random Vegas. The average gambling budget is about $560 per trip. We got that from at Vegas underscore only. Does that sound right to either of you? No. No. That's not even fucking close. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. I remember when when we were kids and we started out. Oh, yeah.
2: Well, hold on. So, actually, my initial reaction was in context to the length of our trips to Vegas, which on average are much longer oh, that's than, a good the, point. than the average person. We are not the
1: normal. You're right. Most people go for a weekend or a long for weekend. For like
2: two nights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If that's two nights. If that's
1: right, then that's dead on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hardcore. What about what we, the, recontextualize that, Tony? Does that fit in now? <laughs> no. <laughs> Tony's the kind of guy that rolls out of bed and immediately hits the craps table. Thank you. When you're a degenerate,
0: (laughs) you just allocate a little bit more. So... Um it's 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 about it's about right especially when you take into account the fact that that's just a, someone's gambling just budget. gambling exactly so when you figure you spend another say 250 bucks on food throughout the day yeah, that's $500 a day that's that's pretty close i guess yeah it's, yeah
1: it's funny you say that like when we go we very specifically have gambling money we very specifically have drink money drink money snack money tip money and then we have food and that's completely separate and, and
2: yeah well and so we take i don't know if we should... Say this: We we take enough cash to cover gambling and like tips. Yeah, all snack, our, yeah. food, that kind of stuff. But any of the real dining that we do goes on the credit card. Yeah, yeah, and the funny thing is, is there's no budget on the dining. No,
0: there isn't. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, but Karen, in all sincerity, this that's true for my wife and I as well. While Jen does love to gamble. She's definitely a foodie, and that was how I was able to sell her on Vegas the very first time. Yeah. And so when, she, just like you, when she can see these these magnificent restaurants and these these chefs that she's watched on TV, and she can eat at these places, you're right. The any quote unquote budget goes out the window oh, yeah. but when yeah. certainly when dinner time comes along.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, you lunch might is one like, one thing, but everything else is like, I want to eat there. What's it gonna yep. cost? I don't care.
0: I'm <laughs> <on vacation. laughs> right. Yep. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, All right, let's talk about the Twit Pick of the Week. It must be magical living in Las Vegas. As an outsider, the idea of staying on the Strip seems like the ultimate dream, but there is something indescribably beautiful about living off-strip with a view of the Strip simply stunning. I can't imagine a more magnificent sight to behold while enjoying the night air of the desert outside of your domicile at Las Vegas locally shared a photo taken by Justin Massengill I, I saw the same thing and thought, I, that's probably not how it's pronounced. I, I don't mean to offend, but I've never been good at pronunciation. Well,
0: that's
2: what it looks like.
1: Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I mean, if it is, great. If, I, if, if that is how you pronounce it, I apologize for us apologizing for it possibly for not. For making yeah. the right. saying we said it wrong. <laughs> right. <Yeah>. Right. Regardless, <laughs> share the photo taken by Justin with a gigantic sun setting behind the mountains in the background, somehow making the site otherworldly and forever challenging a former conception.
2: What conception is
1: it challenging? The one I described earlier where I thought living on See, I so I try so fucking hard to write these and this bitch is playing on her goddamn phone while I'm doing this and you're like what concept? What are you doing here? Like well, I uh, very eloquently put that together despite fumbling uh, uh, along. Oh,
2: the idea of staying on the strip. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's where I was going with. <laughs> <All right>. Ooh. <laughs> 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 Come on, I've been too well, nice to him this week. I got to harass him a little
1: bit. Nice.
0: No, no, no. Listen, it, um that was that's a beautiful picture. That was really absolutely is breathtaking as a matter of fact i had to blow it up to really look at it to see whether or not he had enhanced it you know how you can use software like yeah yeah, yeah. Like stuff to, to make it look sharper or brighter i don't i don't think he did i mean it just it straight up looked like what it must have been like at that exact moment watching as you know
1: we were turning to dusk well and we Pegasus. don't and we don't have an issue with those pictures it's just it's fascinating to look at it and go is that real or did you enhance that because if it's real yes. you're like holy shit <laughs> Right, and, and my point is, I don't think he did. No, I don't think he think did either. At all. Yeah, it's awesome.
0: Well, as always, we will link to the photo on our blog and feature it on all of our social media outlets, including Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Google Plus, and Twitter. Let's move into the news. <laughs>
1: Kelly's Jubilee is closing. So long, farewell, have to say goodbye. It's the... <laughs> I, even I saw, it and I was like,
0: if I would have put that in show notes, I can't imagine the level of shit I would have done. <laughs> I, I just,
2: knew I... I was, dep- I was totally expecting you to sing it.
1: I knew I couldn't sing it. I knew I couldn't sing it, and I knew I couldn't do it with an accent. I knew I had to do it like it was just very off the cuff. Otherwise, otherwise your scorn would be well-deserved.
2: Although I don't think you said Alvita Zane right.
1: Alvita Zane. What are you talking about?
2: That wasn't how you said it. Was that how he said it, Tony? It sounded, uh, it sounded shortened.
1: I was playing on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> it's the end of an era, and judging by the attendance, you agree that it's long overdue. After 34 years, the longest-running show on the strip, Bally's Jubilee, is closing February 11, 2016. It's the last of the Vegas topless shows with the bejeweled and feathered showgirls synonymous with Vegas. Mm-hmm. Many said this was only a matter of time due to the colossal failure of the 2014 reimagining of the production, which in and of itself was an attempt to prevent the show from closing as it is now. Jubilee opened at the original MGM Grand in 1981 and stayed on after the property was purchased and turned into Bally's in 1985. Bally's says they have some exciting developments they will share in the future. However, they said the same thing about the 2014 retool, so I wouldn't—I'd uh, sit back in your seat. Yeah, I'm—I'm I'm disappointed that I didn't get to see it. That I—that I, I, I waited too long. That—that that, <laughs> I'm disappointed I didn't have Tony on the show as a co-host like a year ago because then he would have talked me into it when I was actually, you know, getting ready to go to Vegas, as opposed to having him on now and talking me into it like a week or so, of like yeah, yeah, I gotta go. Like, no, you can't go. But fuck. <laughs> well, it's not lost on me
0: that when fluff la is gone, <laughs> everything like, seems to just fall flat. Yeah, there
1: you go.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> See, I thought that was good. That was I thought good. That was, ooh. <laughs> At any rate, uh, I'm sorry that my uh, fluff la joke fell flat because I really thought that was good. It was good. Well, then feel free to edit out Your wife's mocking me. Maybe replace it with some sort of, you know, laugh track.
1: The Review Journal got sold. It was announced this week that the Las Vegas Sands CEO, Sheldon Adelson, has purchased the Las Vegas Review Journal for $140 million. Taking something most people wouldn't care about and making it into a story, the identity of the new ownership had originally chosen to be anonymous until reporters do what they do best and hunted it down until they figured it out. Technically, the purchase was orchestrated by Adelson's son-in-law, however, it was done on Sheldon's behalf, or the family's investment portfolio, or whatever. This is not the first time Adelson has attempted to purchase the RJ, and he even tried to misdirect when directly asked if he was the new owner by saying he has, quote, no personal interest in the new owner, which is, of course, technically true because his interest would be purely business. Adelson's purchase of the R.J. has caused some to lament that it will be a Republican propaganda machine since it's well documented in millions of dollars, among other things, that Adelson is a Republican. However, Las Vegas Sun and the Greenspun Group have been accused of being the exact thing for the Democratic Party for years. Seems like this way you can at least get the bias opinions on both sides and then be able to figure out the truth in between. (laughs) <laughs> and now, now we clearly have that. <laughs>
2: well, isn't that, you know, they're saying it's going to ruin the integrity of the paper, but isn't that what, like, TV news stations have been doing for years? They're <laughs> obviously either slanted to the left or slanted to the right. I, I, mean, you I know what al- you're getting.
1: I almost hate to say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. I honestly think that news has, you're, you're right, for the most part, has skewed itself so much towards. There is no more, more of a bias that... That, no, there, there's no more a non-biased. It's yeah, very biased. Right, right. No, that, yeah, that's what I meant. That, that there, there is no more non bias. That it, it's now just a world of extremities in which you you have to be smart enough to listen to both to figure out the truth is somewhere in between. I mean, it really is that. I mean, I would love to say something as dumb as, as bloggers and stuff like that are, are the real truth, but they might be the Nazis of those. Like, they're, they're the absolute extremists. They're they're the suicide bombers. Now
2: now you just offended any of the bloggers that listen to the show.
1: I don't care about (laughs) bloggers. (laughs) Self-important little pieces of shit. Oh, wow. I I am a blogger, by the way. (laughs) See? I'm offending my own. We can make that joke. Oh,
0: Jesus. (laughs) Here's Here's my opinion on on the whole idea of bias in the news medium. And that is, as you aptly point out, so long as we know which side of the political spectrum we're getting, then it allows us as the listener to sift through what we believe is the truth, take the nuggets that we believe uh, you know, is, is the truth in what's being shared. Right. Um, and, and then from that point, you, you just move on with it. I, I don't know at the end of the day if, look, what have we always said? Specifically you, Mark, what have you always said on your show? People vote with their money. Yeah. So if you don't like Sheldon Adelson or you don't like his politics or you start off being indifferent, but over time you seem to think that there is a unnecessary bend towards the right with this particular paper, then fine. You stop buying it. The sales will plummet. And theoretically, being a businessman, they will adjust to try to get sales back up. You've got other options here. I just this just seems like um much to do about
1: nothing. I agree. Oh, I totally agree.
2: I think though that the reason it is something is because he was asked about it and he delayed comment or I don't know, not me or whatever. I mean, he right. he created more of the story which I agree. Quite honestly?
1: I think he thought it was playful. I think he well, thought it was fun.
2: And I'm going to throw this out there. Is that is this going to increase subscribership because now they want to see if the political tone of the newspaper changes?
1: Probably, at least in the short term. In the term. short yeah. term, yeah. But it's got to be very much like, like Fox News and, and anybody that very quickly became obvious who they were supporting. And then you had, it, like initially it was everybody's just like, what is it? What is it? And then once you figure it out, then it quickly becomes, oh, that's what it is. Okay, well, I want to watch that. Or, oh, that's what it is. I don't want to watch that. I, I think that's what it'll eventually be but I agree with you initially yeah people would be like oh is it gonna change and they're gonna analyze it and uh, did it change like Jesus Christ think for yourself okay read a story which inherently is someone's opinion I understand people want to try and not be biased but writing in and of itself is an opinion I mean it's 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 pretty skillful when somebody is able to omit their opinion when they write something or share something or report on anything so yeah i i i, I totally agree with you tony an, an incredible much ado about nothing
0: something that is interesting though is that zarkana is
1: closing yes this is super interesting for years it was the opinion of some that Cirque had overbuilt and their bubble was about to burst then the next Cirque show would come out and people would flock to see it it wasn't until Aria's Viva Elvis was closed after just two years in residency that the first Cirque show in Las Vegas failed to grab a significant reoccurring audience. Viva Elvis closed in August of 2012 and was replaced by a successful touring show named Arcana, And that was supposed to be the end of the conversation. Cirque returned to business as usual and released a seventh show. I think it's the seventh show, six, whatever. They released another show in Vegas and the Vegas market in Michael Jackson 1 at Mandalay Bay, a commercial and critical success. However, attendance at Aria's Theater continued to not live up to expectations, so the show's dark theme was lightened up in hopes that it would attract more people. Instead, the watered-down theme did the exact opposite, And so, Zarkana will close at Aria April 30th, 2016, to make room for a convention hall expansion at the property. Wow. There's currently no plans for Aria to build a new theater or to have a resident production at the property. The new convention space will add 200,000 square feet to Aria's inventory and cost them $154 million to construct. The new space will also feature a glass-enclosed venue with views of the park and the Las Vegas arena. Construction will begin May of 2016 with the expected completion date of February 2018.
0: I've never seen a Cirque show.
1: (laughs) I love him! Really? I love him! He is just... Like, he he embodies what Vegas is and, and is, like... Says something like, I've never seen a search show. Like, what? In, <laughs> in
2: fairness, you've only ever seen two.
1: I've seen three. I fell asleep during one.
2: What was the. Okay, so love and what was the other one? And, and oh, where you fell asleep. What and was the other one? Michael Jackson won. Oh, right.
1: Yeah. Sorry exactly. about that one. Okay.
2: Yeah. Um, and cause so,
1: on, on the template. It's or on, the, uh, on the docket. It's coming up.
2: So here's my question, though. Ooh. Did well we know why viva elvis failed because we saw the. oh you did you saw that one too so you've seen four
1: uh, yeah fair enough yeah
2: um we know why viva elvis failed we haven't seen zarkana and zarkana had a track record because it was a successful touring show then they try to lighten it up because it's too dark
1: we wanted to see it we we had plans to see it didn't get around to it then they did the refresh and i completely lost interest
2: so my my question is this did Zarkana fail because it wasn't a good Cirque show, and and I kind of think the answer to that is no. Well, because they, yeah, because
1: touring sh- exactly. like they thought when they put this in here, I'm like okay, we know this is successful. We like they were kind of embarrassed that Viva Elvis didn't work. Like okay, 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 let's forget that this one thing had happened right. that was bad. We've got a sure thing coming up.
2: So is the reason it failed because? And and I know the love that you have for Aria, and, mm. and I get that. Mm. But it, was it because it was in Aria, at the back end of City Center, mm-hmm. at the back end of the Aria property, yeah. and it was a pain in the ass to get to? That's
1: a that's a great that's a great theory. Uh, and and I, I, I don't know. Here's here's another one I want I want to throw out at you. Has Beatles love ruined Cirque in Vegas? Because the only Cirque show that has been successful since Beatles Love is Michael Jackson One. Did they recreate a a a, a theme that has damaged Cirque's ability to? Uh, because we know, listen, obviously Elvis is it follows that theme, right? That kind of thing. Well, that, However, that was
2: just a it's show.
1: it's it's been well documented that that the family was a bit fussy and they didn't they didn't really what what Cirque wanted to do Cirque wasn't necessarily allowed to do. So obviously we'll never know if Cirque could have done whatever they wanted to do with Elvis, would it have been better? But since we don't know that you can't really play okay. that in there. Michael Jackson's folks totally well, let them do what they wanted to do. And Fuck, we also this is their know second one.
2: We also know though that that the remaining the surviving Beatles and their the family members of those that weren't surviving were very much involved. Oh yeah. In
1: Well and Michael Jackson, like the choreographers and shit like that they had helped him do his tours and videos. Right. Helped with that. So they
2: had people that worked with Michael Jackson, they had those that were closest to the Beatles or the Beatles themselves providing input. And was just I'm just gonna say it, was were Priscilla and Lisa Marie just hands-offish and more looking at it saying, yes, you can do this, no, you can't do that, and not getting in and being involved and having input into it.
1: Yeah. Um, or, or overly protective of a legacy and didn't want to...
2: See, I have a hard time believing they're overly protective because of all the Elvis shit. The shit (laughs) that is out there.
1: Fair enough, but if Cirque wanted to take it in a direction where he started to get super heavy and got into drugs and did things, I could see how they would have have to
2: do that. You could just take some of the... I mean, think of some of the songs that he had. You could have done, like, even Poke Salad Annie. You could have done some really interesting, creative um, choreography and storytelling with the costumes and the dance with that. There was just, I mean, they did, they pulled what they would typically do for a Cirque show with the acrobatics and that kind of stuff and, and just put them all in some kind of Elvis costume.
1: Yeah, well, I think, yeah, i, I not to get way into this, but I, I agree. I thought the Elvis costumes is, is one of they the things awful. that I thought really hurt that production. They had a couple numbers here. They're like, hey, you guys could have done way better now. But I do agree, like, that kind of glaringly, was off. That, that to me was incredibly off-putting. There were numbers in that show that I didn't like, but they, I wasn't like, "Oh, this is dumb. I don't like this." Those those outfits, I agree, were like, "Is it? Do we do we have to do this? Is it what we're gonna do?" Yeah, I just do?
2: I just don't think they they challenged or pushed it. It felt like they took mm-hmm. Cirque stuff and.
1: But okay, all right. So we're dwelling too much Elvis on Elvis. On. Uh, uh, back to the original idea. Why did Zarkana, or why did Cirque? fail at aria is it because aria so far back from the strip is it because aria is a different type of property it's not like all the other vegas properties what why did why did circ fail here right exactly well, No,
2: i was waiting for tony to jump oh, in so i'm right. not like chomp to stop oh, it all over
0: <clears throat> no no this is look the next story is all tony so i'm just kind of stepping back and letting you guys figure out because <laughs> right, he's seen, never seen
2: one So, here's the only thing. I don't think you can say that Aria is not a Cirque property, because if you look at the properties that Cirque is in, they are so diverse. Yeah, yeah. You've got Wynn, you've got Mirage, you had Aria, you've got New York, New York, um, you've got MGM.
1: Luxor, Luxor. Mandalay Bay. I
2: I mean, the properties are as diverse as they get. Yeah. So I, I don't think you can look at Ari and say it's not a Cirque property because I don't think there is such a thing. Right. I think you have to have a show that's going to draw people, and, and I'll, I still I think because I hate anytime I'm like oh we're going to go to Aria, I'm like fuck.
1: <laughs> it's a, it's bad enough walking up down the street. But, then you uh, got to walk, walk all the way back to Aria. Let's be honest, Bellagio is basically the same walk back to
2: as. Oh is, I hate yeah and I will avoid going into Bellagio at any uh, any chance is, I get As yeah. Caesar's yeah. Palace. And I will avoid that as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously, if I have to, oh, let's walk through Bellagio. No, how about we just walk in front and look at the fountains? I'm good with that. <laughs> how about we go into Caesars? Yeah, how about we don't and we just stay on the sidewalk and do that oh, or mile-long oh, hike in front of it? I, no, it's the same thing. The only difference is instead of making progress up and down the strip where you at least have something on the other side that you can look at, you are just heading straight back to Aria. Right. There's, there's nothing... It, I hate going back to that property. Yeah. Walking through crystals, you got the god-awful piped-in I, 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 I smell, do like.
1: agree. I, I much, much more enjoy going to Aria when I go through Monte Carlo to get to it. I enjoy going to Aria much better that way. Well, yeah, I, I can see that. There yes. is some kind, it's something about that trek going, all right, let's go to Aria. <laughs> like, I want to go to Aria, but it's I don't want to walk to get to Aria. Right. I don't want to yeah. get there. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think want to get a terrible get there. I don't decision
0: wanna... building that far back. But Karen, to your point about the Cirque Show itself and in its location at Aria I don't know. And I'm just thinking about it as as someone who uh, if I if I wanna go see a Cirque show, I'm gonna go see the Cirque show regardless of right. where it, meaning I, and hell I may not even know where it's located at Aria at the time when I'm at one of the you know, uh, half-price ticket booth places. You know, it's not until I'm actually trying to find the theater that I'm like, "Where the hell is this place?" Right. So I don't know. I I just is is this the one that had the person that died that fell and
1: fell to the no, death? That, no, that's uh, that that's Ka. Oh, that's at yeah. MGM. That's one uh, at
2: MGM, which is my second favorite Cirque show of all time.
1: I, I do agree with Tony. I don't think it's it's location. Okay. Hey, to be honest with you, I think what it might be, bad luck. No. Yeah. It's possible it's just it, overly saturated. You've got all just, of these. It might have just accidentally had like like the Elvis show, we we know yeah. what the issues are with that. We we saw that. And then they're like, okay, we're we're gonna replace it with that. Like, okay, well that that didn't really fit, did it, in the market. So it's almost like just shitty luck. You you had one show that was that was ill produced or, or ill conceived. And then you've got Zarkana in there. I just, just have
2: a hard time with Zarkana not being a good show because it had a proven track record a touring. A big time, like, like right. a year or two. That, that's, so there's something about... They were
1: at Radio City Music Hall
2: for I an extended know, period of time. That's why I go back to there's something about the property and location where it's at that's not drawing
1: people to it. Yeah, but it's not detouring Bellagio. Bellagio is the Bellagio same... Bellagio
2: also has a lot better dining. It has the fountains that you can watch from different points in the property. You're in Aria. What else is there to draw Because we already know the food. There's a couple of decent restaurants there. But in general, we have not been impressed with the food there either.
0: Yeah. So, right. one, Okay, fine. One last, one last thought then about this. Is it possible that it didn't do well because, as you noted, it had such a successful travel run that everybody saw it. So when they came to town, they go, oh, well, that's already been to town. Let's go check out a show that wouldn't have traveled to our city well that's, pro- a, that's the, a good point the
1: problem with that theory is then how have all these other search shows still continue to stand around if it's like I've already seen it I don't want to see it again
0: well if but I but my point is is if you've seen Zarkana in Nashville you're not going to when right. you're out in Vegas you're not going to go see it true in Vegas you're going to go see oh or love or something like
1: true, that true but you have to have a lot of repeat visits for all these other search shows to be able to, to continue to be successful you have to yeah
2: all right. That's true, but I think if you're okay, to building on Tony's point, if you're first, you've seen Zarkana someplace else, you're coming to Vegas, you will go see oh, you will go see Love, you will go see Kai, you will go see Humanity. It's, it's you will a valid see, point. Michael Jackson's one. You will go see any of the of the Cirque shows that are Vegas exclusives before you go to see a show that you've already seen. So I think Tony has a really good point.
1: But experience. it's not like it toured the country; it it, it toured places. It, it may have been someplace for a period of time. It set up shop in a couple of, mm-hmm. of places.
2: I think Tony hit on something
1: like I, I think ultimately we have no idea. It, it is fascinating that Cirque has not only failed once, but twice, and in the exact same property. And then that property's gone, we don't do shows.
2: Yeah. The fact that they're taking out just, their theater. Just,
1: we don't do shows at all here.
2: And, and <laughs> yeah, I don't know how big their conference facility is, but to, to add another 200,000 square feet, holy shit.
0: Well, when you but... And and I, you know what, Karen? I think that maybe we are coming at this from the wrong angle. Maybe it's not the show in and of itself. When when the Las Vegas Visitors Convention Bureau people can say, you know what? We would rather completely demolish the Riviera to that's expand our that's convention point, space. I, maybe there's just more money to be had in in convention uh, space.
2: There's a shitload of money. To that's be a had in
0: that's convention
1: a space. great point.
2: And that convention space is mid strip.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a great spot. Wow. To be that's a good point.
2: And if you want, like most conventions will try to lock all the convention goers in on one property so they yeah, yeah. never go anywhere else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're a newbie to Vegas going to a convention and you're in Arya, like it's too far to walk anyplace, they
0: would be locked in.
1: Uh, all yeah, right. That's, point. yeah, that, that See, might be the closest is thing Tony's right there. On
0: this show. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if we talk about one topic for 25 minutes, I'm probably going to come up with something worthwhile to say. <laughs>
2: And this wasn't the topic he wanted to talk about. He's waiting for the next one. Yeah.
0: So uh,
1: tell me about the non-smoking MGM hotels. Okay. Vito Vegas is reporting that MGM resorts have been quietly removing the option to stay in a smoking room. In fact, currently, Bonnie Carlo, New York, New York, Aria, and Circus Circus do not offer any hotel rooms at their property that you are allowed to smoke in. Luxor will also join them on January 1st. To be clear, you are still allowed to smoke in the casino, just not in the hotel rooms. Their other properties are following the common trend of limiting rooms available. Mirage only has one floor, Mandalay Bay and MGM only have two, Excalibur has four, and Bellagio has seven. According to the property, and to be honest... The recent evolving definition of smoking includes e-cigarettes, which I think is fucking stupid. For, it, it, whatever. We're, I'm not going to go on that tangent. It was clarified that this rule doesn't necessarily apply to those with the cash or the clout to stay in a suite at any of these properties. Those that violate the non-smoking rule in their room will find an additional $300 cleaning fee attached to their bill at the end of their stay. Currently, no other hotel, casino, property on the Vegas Strip or on Fremont is making a concerted effort to move in the same direction as MGM. Let me say one thing before you rant, Tony. I've always said I respect a business's choice to not allow smoking in their establishment. I'm just not a fan of it being forced on them via legislation. It will be interesting if this is going to end up being a big deal and and of course the entire argument about a smoking ban has been about the casino space and and not the hotel rooms but we'll see tony as a smoker your thoughts
0: look i have railed ad nauseum on both your podcast and over at vice lounge on this so i will not i will do my best to try to bring to the table New arguments. (laughs) Part of the problem about this is I don't actually take issue with this for a number of reasons. Number one, you can vote with your money and you can go and stay at a perhaps non-MGM casino property. Or certainly you could stay at maybe Mirage, Mandalay Bay, MGM Garage. You know, any of these that do have a couple of floors. So at least they're still attempting to cater to their smokers. Yeah. Likewise, I also respect the fact that there have, that typically I, not typically, I can't think of one time that I've asked for a smoking room uh, when I've been in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. As a cigar smoker, you will take usually an hour, hour and a half to smoke your cigar. That's not long enough for me. I, I'm not going to light up a cigar in my hotel room mm-hmm. because... That's just too much time for me to stay in my in my room. I'm not going to be there that long. Right. I'm not going to be a jerk and, and take a lit cigar into the elevator, till I get to the casino <laughs> where again it's allowed for me to smoke. <laughs> Next, my argument is well, my only concern though is is this what starts it? So once they get it in the rooms is it the next logical step to expand it from the hotel rooms to the casino floor itself because remember most of these pla- in between places you can't smoke you can't smoke in the lobbies you can't smoke in the restaurants I don't even think you can smoke in the hallways of of the hotels so is this just a logical next step then to say well we've banned it in the, in the hotel now we're going to bring it to the casino I don't know I don't know as um, as negative as I am about where, you know, these crazy anti-smoking zealots are coming from. And quite frankly, Mark, your your frustration with the e-cigs is well-placed. I have screamed for years that they need to legalize marijuana so that these anti-smoking nuts can have an entirely whole new pot of gold to, to swim around in as they're just going crazy. <laughs> And just leave me alone with my cigars, right. <laughs> So, so I don't know. I don't know if it's a if it's a logical next step to um, ban smoking in the um, in, in the casinos. But it doesn't bother me to a certain extent that they're that they're banning in the hotel rooms. But here's that you know here's my problem about that. When they you know when they started changing the blackjack payout. Rules. I didn't care because I wasn't a blackjack player. Right. And when they started pl- changing the video poker payback tables, I didn't care because I wasn't a video poker player.
1: Right.
0: And then when they, you know, went to change my smoking rules, well, there was nobody there to help support my rights. You right. know, is that the situation that we're running into, where they're just one by one, each of these things are being taken from us and. At some point, do we just stand our ground? I don't know. I've often also said that the best thing that Vegas could ever do for my IRA is uh, to ban smoking in <laughs> casinos, casino so that I would stop going so much.
2: <laughs> so to your point, Tony, about is this the first step in banning smoking altogether? I might put a little bit of a different spin on it because as now a non-smoker, it's very different for me being on the casino floor where there's high ceilings and air filtration ceilings and everything else to have people smoking there there is nothing worse than walking into a hotel room where you're supposed to sleep yeah. as a non-smoker and having it reek of cigarette smoke so i i wonder if this isn't more of a play to get more people to be willing to stay at the hotel in non-smoking rooms, you know, so it's a safe environment. If you uh, want to smoke, because, you know, in, in and I, I think it's, it's different it, it, in Vegas. It would be a
1: less expensive air filtration system yeah. like, if, if that were the case when it comes to just your rooms. But it's different.
2: Rooms. in Ve- Hotel rooms in Vegas are different than hotel rooms anywhere else because yeah. nine times out of ten, you're doing nothing but sleeping or passed out yeah. in recovery or something yeah, yeah. in your hotel room. Whereas if you're a business traveler, you will spend a lot of time, you know, in your room maybe working or whatever. Right. So I think that it, if you want to smoke, you've got tons of other space that you can go do it in the casino. Right. I, I think this is more about making sure that they have, because I don't care what they say. If you walk into a room, you can tell if somebody has been smoking in it. I don't right. care how well they try to clean it. If you're a non-smoker, you can tell. Yeah. So I don't see this as banning it in the casino floor I, I, I can't see that Vegas has done a great job of holding off on that so I, I, I understand the question I don't see it as that in Vegas maybe that's just me as an optimist or not uh, being a non-smoker I, I, I
1: agree with you I still don't see it happening in in Vegas I don't see it happening in basically any place where the concept is anything goes anything can happen here Right. There I can't Fathom any—I mean, as it is, uh, they just legalized marijuana uh, or uh, medicinal marijuana in Vegas a year ago, and they're just now starting to open uh, open the the, uh, dispensaries. And they're like, "Let's let's go recreational, folks. Let's let's go recre—like it took them a year (laughs) to 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 flip this over. I can't fathom how this. I mean, I've said it a hundred times. It shocked me. If only from a anything goes here. Uh, standpoint that, that Vegas didn't legalize gay marriage like fucking right from the jump.
2: Yeah, you've said that before. And it's the same thing.
1: It's like anything happened. I can't imagine going, oh, no, 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 you can get drunk and see naked people and and, and gamble and, and all these crazy ridiculous things, but no, 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 no. Don't you smoke. Don't you smoke in here. I, I don't see it happening. I don't see it happening. I get why it's happening in local markets. I get that. Yeah. I don't see it happening in any, any major gambling market. I don't see it happening.
0: And I wouldn't be quite so reticent, but for that new
1: center bar at Mirage, where they're starting to pop out drink vouchers. That <laughs> that is a test. Oh, that's it. Yeah, it's at Mirage. It is a test. And and I actually learned after the fact that that place never comped drinks before. So that that is that is a test oh. uh, unto itself. That is really that that was always meant to be like, oh, I know you guys are getting ready to come to Vegas. You're super excited, right? Oh, you want a beer? That's going to be $5. That'll be $5. Yeah, I I learned that after the fact. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, I guess time will tell. Yep. So Festivus is at the Bally's Grand Bazaar.
1: Bally's Grand Bazaar announced (laughs) this week that on Wednesday, December 23rd, they will host a Festivus gathering at 4 p.m. It will include the traditional Festivus pole and the Feats of Strength. Those able to demonstrate their strength by lifting a hundred pounds over their head will not only receive a complimentary photo, but receive free Starbucks drink samples and a Grand Bazaar coupon book. FYI, both are already free. No word uh, when or if the airing of grievances will be involved. Best of This is a made-up alternative Christmas-type holiday made famous by Seinfeld. We'll link to Edge Vegas' story with a clip explaining... I love this. (laughs) (laughs) If only for those of us who were fans, who think this is funny, who, like, Bally's Grand Bazaar, who gives a shit? You're like, going, they're celebrating Festivus at Bally's. Like, we got to go to Bally's. (laughs) I love this. I love it. Super clever. This is what marketing people get paid money for.
2: Yeah, except I I wish they would have done the proper tagline.
1: Festivus for the rest of us. Exactly. (laughs) I think they might have. I, I might have bastardized it for for my reporting.
2: I just yeah, and it was funny because when you were talking about the feats of strength, um, I was like, okay, what happened to the airing agreements? The airing agree-
1: agreements—that's my favorite part. Wow. Oh. <laughs> I got some problems with all of you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we're gonna start with you. Right. <laughs> I love it.
1: <laughs>
0: Genius. Tony, have, uh, D- Tony, do you
2: know what Festivus is?
0: Um, I know of it because of it being so popular from the show. <laughs> I know of it. There is a YouTube clip
1: I have seen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right? I,
1: I,
2: I Googled when I saw the notes.
0: I better look at this.
1: I clicked on the news article, and I did see Edge Vegas's video. <laughs> now, this is something that I can get behind. Vegas Cab Karma. Uh, most commonly referred to as karma, also known as comeuppance. The RJ is reporting that Vegas cab fares are down 5.5% or more than 115,000 fewer rides in November, the largest monthly decline in 2015. While it's clear ride hailing services like Uber and Lyft are a major contributor to this decline, it isn't clear how much can be attributed to a reduction in long hauling, aka stealing, one would assume is part of a revised standard operating procedure for a company who kind of brought this all on themselves while they were quote self-regulating but get ready to get sick. Despite offering or taking uh, more than 100,000 less rides in 2015 compared to 2014 uh, November that is Vegas cab companies are on pace to make more money in 2015 thanks to rate increases up almost 5% year to date viva ride hailing (laughs) what the fuck how do you have a hundred thousand less cab fares and you're about to make 5% more yeah that just means they're charging more and ride and fucking long hauling the shit out of you yeah Oh, yeah, but, that's. But this next story is
0: kind of yeah, solid. Yep, let's roll right into it. Uh, Vegas ride hailing
1: rates. TravelVegas.com shared that Uber and Lyft rates are 15 to 50% cheaper than cabs in Las Vegas. For example, a cab ride from McCarran to Caesar's Palace will run you about $26 if you have it, if you grab a cab. The same ride will cost you 15 to $19, depending on the type of Uber you use. They they, they have varying degrees, you can, you're can you aware of this. Um, for those of you that don't know, they have um, Uber X or Uber Black or whatever, where you know you're gonna get a higher end vehicle. So depending on, on which Uber you use, it, it could be 15 to $19. And via Lyft, from McCarran to Caesars, it's gonna run you about $17. A ride in a cab, from MGM Grand to Golden Nugget run you about $32 via taxi, $22 via Lyft, and $16 to $21 via Uber. And those taxi rates of course don't include the tip, the $3 surcharge that you get if you use a credit card, or the additional cost of being long hauled. I'm fucking sold. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. They cabs can eat my fucking ass now. That I mean, and I will say this. Especially, especially, think about the story we just had. where they're like, oh, oh, hundred thousand less because you guys are fucking up. But they're making more money. But like, what? How's, how's that work? Fuck them. So
2: I don't know if the our friends that we you know introduced us to Uber were on the Uber X, but I will tell you the cars that we got
1: were clean. Nice stuff, yeah. Didn't I think they, smell I,
2: awful. Yeah. Like it, 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 it was kind of yeah it was nice but so versus a cab so you're paying less you're getting a cleaner vehicle yeah and all the no chit chat all right i get it
1: here's the only thing i think cabs still have in their favor you know if you go to the cab line there's a cab you're gonna get a cab you can go wherever you want to go however here's the caveat i'll throw to that point that i just made um with with ride hailing they pretty much pick you up wherever the fuck you want to so let's say we're walking down to mirage and we're like going oh you know what we should hop down to this place by going, I don't want to walk there. But, like, yeah, no, no, no. We'll tell them to meet to set Mirage. Let's, let's meet a set Mirage, and then we'll go from And there. they
2: can pull in right up front with everyone else that's dropping off. Exactly. At the front entrance. I'm, not, I'm yeah.
1: sure Lyft and Uber still have the same kind of regulations like cabs, where they can't just pick you up on the strip. But think about that. Oh, yeah,
2: you that. can't. No, 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 You can't just pull over and.
1: No. Think about that idea. Like, going, um, you know, we're at dinner, and we're like, going, oh, you know, what we should go, do? We should go run down to fucking MGM, and you know, we're down at the Mirage, we're like, oh yeah, I'll just have Uber pick us up. Uh, yeah, they'll be in like five minutes. I love this. <laughs> Fuck you, you long hauling, <laughs> fucking chatter pieces of shit. I'm so i would so see it
2: now. We will never wait. So in the cab line, I'm a again.
1: I, I will miss that. That, that uh, to me, the cab line was always fun at Macaron. Oh, you're so sick and Oh, you. I love that little like. It's it's like it's it's like the best line you ever have to wait in because you know the ride is gonna be like five six days long and it's gonna be amazing.
2: <laughs> but five like, six days long.
1: Well, yeah, because it, it, the ride is being in Vegas.
0: Okay. Oh, I, I, I understand where he's, well, I get it now. Yeah. I, I, wow, thought, I, I also never,
1: was like, wait, where the hell are
0: you taking this so, cab skill? So, yeah, well, well, no, I never
2: understood that he you, you view your entire vacation in Vegas as like a, a, a ride.
1: Well, yes, hold on, hold on. You're, I, th- I think ride. you're going to like this because you, you're a coaster enthusiast. When, well, when we were younger, we were coaster enthusiasts. Oh, yeah, I
2: can't do it anymore. Okay,
1: it so you <laughs> got your queue to get in there, right? And then you get your cab ride, and the cab ride is kind of like the climb. They'll slow, click, 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 click to get to the top. Mm-hmm. And then you get to your property. Oh,
2: Until <laughs> <laughs> so you get the part where you get like hung over midweek the and that's <laughs> that's a little slow part where you're like, good. Th- that's the second hill.
1: Click, <laughs> click, 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 click.
2: Which is necessary, just right. so you can enjoy any of the rest of it again. <laughs> oh my god.
1: Yes. And then at the end of the ride you're like, ooh. I don't Ow, really. that hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: Yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> At least that's what we do now.
1: Yes, yeah. <laughs> because
2: yeah. it was so much fun, but oh, I'm not gonna be able to move. For it a was week. funny
1: when I originally wrote this story. This before I learned about these new rates, I was like, you know what? It's the convenience of just walking to the cab line and getting in the cab. Like those things, those those oh, things no, the, to me, those are very convenient. They make they, they make me feel like Vegas. They make it's the only place I, I use a cab exclusively.
2: Yeah.
1: This with the pr- the fact that they're making more money on less rides. And the fact that now that Uber and Lyft are like going, oh, and we're also going to charge you much less. You don't have to worry about being long hauled. Oh, by the way, people who, who have never done a ride hailing do you know you pay for your ride right up front? It doesn't matter where the fuck they take you. If they go, oh, we're going to take you this way and it's much longer to do this, but I think it's a little bit faster. Doesn't matter. When you say, hey, I want to ride from here to here. It's like, that'll cost you this. Pay. Yeah. They pick you up and then take you there. Yeah. I mean you know up front awesome. what you're paying. Yeah, it's There's no and it's risk over. on that. Nothing yeah. changes.
2: Get going to worry about tipping, thank God.
1: Please experiment with Lyft and, and Uber when you get to Vegas. I'm gonna guess you're gonna be pretty happy with it. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> so these snarky. pieces of shit. Fuck them. <laughs> so happy.
0: Vince Neal? Fraud?
1: My is, that, god. is that how he had it in My god, him? Tony. <laughs> I, I literally couldn't have coached you any better. <laughs> That's fantastic. I'm sure some of you are thinking we're talking about fraudulent claims that he's a successful singer, a rock star, or without VD, but you'd be wrong, at least in this case. This is all about that record-setting failure of an arena football team, the Las Vegas Outlaws. Vince Neal is being sued by a group of investors he partnered with to bring another arena football team to the city. This latest incarnation didn't even exist for an entire season before going bankrupt. The suit claims Neil and Rockstar Investment Group defaced and defrauded them with false information to get them to invest half a million dollars in the team. First, they were informed that Neal and company had already paid the three million dollars required to purchase a team in the AFL when, in fact, they had only contributed half a million of that cost and worked out a deal with the league to accept payments over the life of the team. <laughs> <laughs> Two weeks later, the league informed the investment groups. Their initial half-million-dollar check bounced. Then, once the league removed Neil and company for mismanaging of the team's financing, Vince told reporters that the whole issue was the fault of their partners, who weren't paying the bills. And that brings us to now, so those of you disappointed in the announcement that Motley Crew will be touring for the last time in 2016 can find hope in the fact that Mr. Neil may need more cash coming soon. <laughs> Why anyone would ever invest with that fucking idiot is beyond me.
2: Because I don't listen to your show and don't realize. Dirty, (laughs) filthy, (laughs) diseased
1: piece of shit that lost his voice (laughs) well over a decade ago. Fuck, let's be honest. Well over two decades ago.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm amazed that people keep giving him money to do stuff in Vegas. Didn't he have a tattoo shop when uh, Imperial Palace was still or uh, O'Shea's, O'Shea's was still open? O'Shea's.
1: Yes, yes, he did. And he's owned more than one strip. I think he still owns a. He just bought like a new strip club like a year ago. I don't know if he still owns it. But he owned one before that. He's had multiple restaurants that have opened and failed in, in multiple properties. Oh,
2: Who yeah. in God's name yeah. would go eat at a Vince you, Neil yeah. restaurant? No,
1: those at Circus Circus still enjoy. Okay, well that explained it. Uh, before that. It was at Hilton uh, LVH Westgate. Westgate. Westgate's the first one that went. Eh, you got to get out. <laughs>
0: this, is, this is too dirty even for
1: us.
2: Right. <laughs> that- I mean, there's, just just the fact that the name is over the top means there's, there's nothing sanitary about that restaurant. I agree. At
1: all. To me, it's like eat at your own risk. Yeah, when it when it comes Ugh. to it. I mean it's you kinda like having down. sex with Vince Neal. You assume you're gonna get B D. You yeah. couldn't
2: you could not sit down at any of his you'd have to stand at the bar and not put not lean your elbows on it.
1: There I imagine there's a sign as you're waiting to be seated that's saying that they cannot be held responsible for any crabs you you can drag while sitting <laughs> at their establishment. Yeah.
0: It's disgusting. I agree. Awesome. <laughs> they hand you a little comb when you first walk in. You're gonna have to rub this down around there and make sure it comes back clean because if it does then it's, in fairness, our fault. If you're open to a, uh, a show title, I would vote for Tiny Little Comb. <laughs> <laughs> <Ew>. Genius. <sighs> Ew. So,
1: tell me about the Link coming attractions. This week, Vital Vegas shared some future plans for the Link Promenade in the coming year in the form of new dining options. First... After originally reporting it would happen, then reporting it wouldn't, White Vegas is again reporting that again, Gordon Ramsay's Fish and Chips will open in the Link Promenade. Another dining option coming in 2016 is Cancer Deli. If you're wondering what to expect from this place, think Carnegie Deli. Delicious sandwiches, only available in obscene portions.
2: So I have to interrupt, because Tony, don't you... How do you say it? I say uh, Carnegie. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, I do too, but... I, I know it's commonly Carnegie. pronounced yeah no in no I, it's, ways. I, think it's, I think it's I think it's potato potato yeah. I
2: know but it's just funny because every time he says Carnegie I'm like Carnegie
1: <laughs> Regardless. <laughs> <laughs> the original location that is not Carnegie or Carnegie the, uh, the what, what is it, Cantor deli <laughs> the original Cantor deli location in California is open 24 hours and has a lounge featuring live entertainment it isn't known if their Vegas location will include such features. This will be the second time Cantor's has attempted to do business on the Vegas Strip. The original was located in Treasure Island, but closed in 2012. However, that closing is believed to be more attributed to the property's new ownership change, rather than due to lack of business. Their TIA location did not feature a live entertainment lounge. But possibly the most exciting new dining option comes in the form of fast food. In 2016, In-N-Out Burger will open their first ever location on the Vegas Strip. In-N-Out Burger is the default answer for gourmet chefs when asked if they have a guilty food pleasure. There is no word when any of these three will open or where they will be located except for In-N-Out Burger, which is believed to be setting up shop next to Brooklyn Bowl. As we learn more, we will forward those details on to you. Two observations.
0: Observation number one. In fairness to you, Mark when Adam Sandler sings the song, he does say that it,
1: he does refer to it as Carnegie Deli. I had no idea that was the tangent <laughs> you were going on and I love you. I, I love you more than I knew I could love a man.
2: So you give him a beer, you support his stuff. Honestly, I know that the right pronunciation is Carnegie. It's just that nobody else outside of and part of the reason you know this is because he was in Western Pennsylvania, which spilled over to where you grew up. And
1: that's not that—that's close to true, but not entirely true. Okay. Uh, many people know that Carnegie was one of the mo- the richest men in the history of the, the world, ra- if not the U.S. Or
2: oil, one of the two. I don't remember steel. He was oh, steel. Steel. steel.
1: Okay. Um, and w- when he finally. Uh,
2: Realized he had more money than he fucking knew. What to yes, do when with. he came yeah. down to it, he
1: and John D. Rockefeller became huge philanthropists. One of the things that Carnegie did is he spent a shit ton of money donating Donated to, to libraries. libraries. Yeah. I grew up in a shitty little town that had a Carnegie library. <laughs> that's why I know it uh, as Carnegie. that's good.
2: Well, and that's he's from good. Pennsylvania.
1: And I am. I'm from right, outside. Right outside. You, you
2: are. Honestly, north you're Eastern, closer uh, to Pennsylvania Ohio, than you are to yes. Cleveland. Yeah. Like, you
1: cannot get any more north or east of Ohio mm-hmm. without either being in Lake Erie or in Pennsylvania.
2: Well, and the funny thing is, you tell people like, "Well, how did you know where your husband grew up?" I'm like, "Well, go to Cleveland, and go northeast." They're like, "You can't go northeast." <laughs>
1: Yes, you can. Surprisingly, Trust you can. Me, it does can. continue to decline <laughs> at the further the you snow go. snow gets, gets worse. But yes, it does exist. It does. That's
0: funny. <laughs> Google. It. Uh, see, little little secret that not a whole lot of people know the about the whole Carnegie and the Rockefellers and the in the Chase. All of those guys that you know, at, right near the end of their lives when they knew they had too much money or or more money than they knew what to do with, it was. And this is factual. You can look this up. If you Resent on a Western Union telegram saying how awesome they were. They would actually send you part of their money if they saw that you resend on a, a, and reposted a, a Western telegram.
1: They, uh, they, they.
0: To-
2: <laughs> is that is that where all the rumors come in? Oh, repost this and so and so will donate money or so. No, I'm one hundred percent mocking the bullshit
0: people are putting on Facebook. You, you just got If you just send Sorry. a Western telegram that says <laughs> Carnegie, I want some of your money. It was a little too clever for us, Tony.
1: We were like, really? I'm not surprised they were really. No, cool. I think it was. I, I well, think it the was resend, I was like, it was a stretch.
2: I didn't know how you resent a telegram, but I could honestly say, if, okay, if you send something to one of them that said how awesome you were, okay, I'll send you some money. I get
1: it. I gotta say, I, I'm a bit of a, of a history nerd, as I've, I've admitted before, and, and I am very familiar with uh, Mr. Chase, Rockefeller, and Carnegie, and. They, uh, they, they, it's kind of funny. They almost... So,
2: I'm sorry. Who is Mr. Chase?
1: Uh, J.P. Morgan.
2: Okay, Chase was not his last name. I know, but I it's... Know. J.P. Morgan. Morgan was his name. He, I, I knew what i right, right, I'm, I'm
1: calling both of you guys
2: on this because this no, is it's bullshit. 100% fair.
1: But the thing <laughs> is... Like, is, I'm familiar with Mr. Chase. There I, was no Mr. Chase. I don't know if Tony intended to do it, but what I thought was hilarious is the idea that his name is J.P. Morgan. Their merger has caused us to think it's Chase. <laughs> well, and
2: I think that was also part of his sarcasm, that we were just a little too slow or inebriated to catch it. I thought he It was very clever. Now it. that I look back at it now, I, I, I'm like, I, I oh, didn't Tony get was the, so good. the
1: Western Union uh, re- re-forwarding thing, but I totally I got the Chase. thought it for a, flac-
2: a flash second, <laughs> then I'm like, yeah,
1: no.
0: Hey, I'll tell you what. One of you is absolutely right, though. I did mean to screw up like that, or I didn't mean to stuff like that <laughs> so
2: Ooh, but which one's right Tell us Uncle Tony
1: History's mystery sweetheart no no that that is the one thing like those guys uh, as much of the, the atrocious bullshit they did when it came to business for a while one of the fascinating things and and thank it, them
2: for having unions
1: now. it's it's very similar to um, to to what Bill Gates is doing now where you kind of realize you're like oh, business business make billions 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 you get to an age by going what the fuck am I gonna do with all this? Like, what kind of a monster am I to have this? We're like, just give it to everybody. Like, literally, I, uh, Carnegie and Rockefeller not only tried to one-up each other to become the most successful rich man in the world while they were in business. When they all retired, they're like, going, I'm gonna donate more than anybody's ever donated ever." My other observation
0: on this story, though, was. Two point, two-fold. I'm surprised that it's taken this long to have an In-N-Out burger come to the Strip. I agree. But I'm not, I, I'm not... I've had In-N-Out burger. Granted, I've only had it one time, but I had it out in Vegas. I just thought it was an okay burger place. It's it's like the big to-do about White Castle. I right. just don't get the value
1: of well, is, these burger places. There is there yeah. is no
2: big to-do about White Castle. Um, and I'll be honest, I've never eaten in an In-N-Out burger.
1: I've had a Whataburger. I thought that was delicious. Um,
2: uh, from what I understand, In-N-Out has a, a cult following, especially on the West Coast, because yep. they have a secret menu, they have, like, if you, they'll basically build whatever the hell you want if you know how to order it. Right, but right. I've never had one, so I can't talk to
0: the In taste. fairness, so will Wendy's if I want an extra <laughs> piece of bacon on my burger. Uh,
1: let's be honest, um, Burger King does build it your way, okay? <laughs> That's right, Yeah. <laughs>
0: I I just think
2: it's... Yeah. I I agree. If it's going next to... Hold on, though. Point of clarification. If it's going next to Brooklyn Bowl... Brooklyn Bowl, yeah. Is that where the pizza place is now? No, 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 no. It is not
1: replacing anything that is in there. It is going in an empty space or a place that has then closed. No one's being replaced. That hasn't already closed.
2: Well, is the pizza place closed? Oh, fuck
1: no. That pizza place is doing well. (laughs) Okay. Because technically,
2: it's not in the Flamingo.
1: Flour and barley is doing well. I know, right? Exactly. (laughs) Food that is served within the Flamingo, stay clear of. Food that is served to a place that is technically connected to the Flamingo, but serves that food outside, you're good. You're fine.
2: My my only other comment on the um, uh, Cantor's Deli, I think having a live music with...
1: I'm way a, I'm way a little... more food than you could possibly eat. If I have three hours worth of entertainment while I'm eating, I might actually eat that well, whole sandwich. and I
2: think that that's where it's going to be dangerous for them. I think if they had smaller Eden-style portions or something, I, I think having good deli sandwiches with live music entertainment, depending on the quality of the music and entertainment, could be a great fit down there on Lake. I also think that they're going to have to... It's going to get... Bad if they do it because they're going to be monitoring when people sit and everything else. I
1: I, I also think it's well worth the extra five dollars to take your the the partner that you're with when you go to one of those delis and go let's get one sandwich because they do charge I don't know if you people knew this yeah if you order one sandwich well, Carnegie does and there two yeah and there's two people they charge you an extra five dollars because they know exactly what you're going to do is that even two humans can't eat that entire sandwich but it is completely worth paying the extra five bucks and just to go and let's just get the the one sandwich.
2: sandwich. I I don't want to say the sandwiches are overpriced.
1: Decadent. Because
2: it's huge.
1: Yes. It's more than a human can consume. One human.
2: But I wonder what would happen if you went in and asked for a sandwich with like two extra slices of bread.
1: Oh, I've got, well, you got to remember they always cut them in half. You pull
2: it apart. No, I know they cut them in half, but a half is still taller than what you can bite down on. But they usually stack them,
1: if you recall. You can take them apart kind of thing. There's usually bread in there. No, there isn't. There was on the last sandwich I had. Maybe it's just the one that if I had. If you got a club, of course there's one. That's what it is. I well, got a club. I yeah, but a club. if you
2: get a regular sandwich of some kind, they're stacked. Well, if you recall, tall, we, you can't we, dive we've into cheated.
1: It. We've cheated before where it's like, let's get the one sandwich to go. And yeah. fuck the $5. Bu- the $5. Right. We'll just sit over here and eat But, this I mean, what
2: bread. I'm saying is you could get one of those sandwiches and feed four people. That's
1: a great point. If
2: you had, you That's know, a great two extra point. slices of bread. I'm pretty
1: sure they would charge you five bucks for two more slices of bread.
2: i fine with that. <laughs> but five bucks for people?
1: I agree. I agree with you. I agree with you. I, I, to me, I, I don't like when there's so much food that I'm like, I, I'm not, what am I going to do with all this?
0: Oh. We've had this argument before. It, I, I'm simply going to say, you are cheating yourself out of a fantastic meal by not going to Hash House A Go Go purely because of the it's gonna, size it's, of
1: it, Tony. It's going to have to happen. I, I have. I'm, I'm ready to go. There, there I'm, are I'm many things. Good. I'm now. Uh, listen, 360 Vegas reviews requires it. I don't. I don't want to do it, but you oh, want it. So <laughs> that's right. You, way to fall on the sword. Right. <laughs> Exactly. You're asking like, listen, I've been dying to go to Hash House Gogo, but I won't eat until you tell me if it's any good. I'll be like, that's right. fine, fine. Oh
2: please, nobody's waiting on that because they know you're <laughs> you're such a picky palate. They may as, be waiting for me and Alice as, to as tell they them tweet,
1: like Hash House Gogo's still good, dickheads.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it for news. We do have some prop bets though. For those of you unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. First off, previously rumored to be setting up shop at Bally's Grand Bazaar, Vegas Eater is now reporting that Nacho Daddy will set up shop in Planet Hollywood's Miracle Mile shops, towards the back of the mall by the newly opened BW3s
1: or Buffalo Wild Wings. I, I, I know we've had people make as soon fun as of as us. I saw I,
2: that. I, I was like Buffalo Wild Wings, honey.
1: I, I know. I'm the, I mean, <laughs> I.
2: They Here, started um, in Columbus. Here's the
1: short answer. Karen and I went to college in Columbus. That is where be, uh, where Buffalo Wild Wings set up shop. Originally, they were known as Buffalo Wild Wings and Whack. Which because shorthand- of the rolls. Yeah, because of the rolls they put on their sandwiches. So it was shortened to BW3s. If you went to Columbus, Ohio today, they still are known as BW3s. As a matter of fact, if you Google BW3, it will pull up Buffalo Wild Wings. However, I do understand that anybody outside of Columbus, Ohio has no fucking idea what we're talking about when we say bw 3 So guess what? Buffalo Wild Wings.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. I I respectfully disagree. I actually got mocked by, because Jen and I go to B Dubs all the time. As a matter of fact, I can attribute about 15 pounds of my ass to how fantastic <laughs> B Dubs is. And we've made friends with, as you know, shocker, most of the bartenders there. Right, right. And they're like, no, honey, honey, that's, you're, you're, you're old. We don't, we don't say this anymore. Oh. Just, that's yeah, I know. Sorry. I was like, oh, Really? Well, should this actually uh, get built and, and get established, uh, according to the rumors, then they would be accessible from outside, which would be along the Harmon Avenue, and they may even have outdoor seating.
1: I come on, that would not be your awesome. Daddy has to make it to the strip in one, even if it's slightly off strip. I don't give a fuck. It's
2: not your Daddy. All right, come so on. I'm gonna ask, and you're gonna yell at me
1: because I don't listen <laughs> to the show.
2: <laughs> so they're not opening up in the. Hey, here, carnival- listen, listen.
1: Yeah, the Whatever same, the, the, the same way. Vito Vegas has reported that Gordon Ramsay is, is and isn't and, right? and is same thing. No one knows. It's still rumored, but it doesn't seem to be any progress. As a matter of fact, Wahlburgers is advertised to be there. They've made zero progress on their location. Wasn't
2: all of that supposed to be open before Christmas this year?
1: Originally, yes. Not not the new Wahlburgers, well, the, the No, but the I mean, re-announced. What
2: shops are supposed to be
1: open. What shops? At a, the
2: Grand Bazaar. Oh, they've
1: opened and failed already, is is what that's why. Oh right. to. yeah. So it's it's so yeah, we don't know. Okay. These are these are all just rumors. I like who them
2: knows? better in Planet Hollywood. Actually.
1: Maybe maybe they will still land at uh at, at Grand Bazaar. The thing is is that the Grand Bazaar has st- like obviously Link has not been the colossal success they hoped it would be. So they're retooling, they're adjusting it. It's still a great place. It still it still has some cool things in it. And it's readjusting, and it's going to do fine. The problem is Battle Bazaar came out of the gate and couldn't have taken a bigger face plant. Like, it is a colossal <laughs> failure. It's an, uh, that's an awesome description. Yeah. I mean, they literally, like... And is anybody surprised? Like, like the, they're in the starting gates, they fire the gun, and they immediately, <laughs> boom, right into the face. <laughs> 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 they, um... So, so, all of these things, all of the things that we were looking forward to are like, uh, um... We're not, we're not doing that. I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> but as you see with Wahlburgers is starting to, they're at least advertising that it's going to end up there eventually. Who knows? Maybe Nacho Daddy will set up shop in there. What is encouraging to me, this is the second rumor, that Nacho Daddy is going to land on the Strip. So what I'm yeah. hoping is that the the goal is we are going to get on the Strip. We don't know where. We're coming to the Strip.
2: And apparently they're negotiating with Hera's properties or Caesar's or whatever the hell they're called. Oh, that's
1: a good point. Yeah, yeah. So so maybe they'll end up in Link.
0: Well, it's a decent point. You know, uh, Karen, I'm going to back you that it seems like Planet Hollywood would be
1: the more logical place Uh, for... It's so funny you say that. I like that Link is kind of a hip, young thing.
2: Wait, wait, stop cutting off Tony. I'm sorry.
1: He's he's absolutely right. I apologize, Tony. Continue. Except that I think... Bally's
0: Grand Bazaar needs Nacho Daddy. Oh, fuck yeah. So,
2: I, I liked you
0: at first. Um, <laughs> right. And, and it's and just, but think about it. In all fairness, Planet Hollywood's Miracle Mile shops aren't hurting. No. They don't need Nacho Daddy. It, it's a logical place for it to go, to go because you're right. It's a, it's, a, it's a younger, it's a hipper, it's a, it's a better vibe place.
1: I think place. it's the best shopping mall in the strip.
0: But I think that Bally's Grand Bazaar needs something to bring people in if the link's going to get in, in and out burger then let's put Nacho Daddy down. It's a great so argument. So hold
2: on. Hold on, though. Um, so if they... the Okay, Link, uh, Bazaar, and Planet Hollywood, all the same properties.
1: You're right, right. Yes.
2: I want Nacho Daddy to go where it will be the most successful. That's a I, great I don't give a no. shit what I, Bally's Grand Bazaar needs.
1: I love that. I, I, if, I love that.
2: Putting Nacho but, Daddy there means they're not going to get traffic because it's in Bally's Grand Bazaar. Um, Put it down in Planet Hollywood because I
1: want it on the strip. I'm gonna I'm gonna flip this on you. I'm gonna flip this on you. No. Flip is there it. is there a way that Nacho Daddy fails on the strip? I don't see it. No. Don't see uh-huh. how it's possible. Nope. So to me, I think Caesars needs to go. We need you in Valley's Grand Bazaar. You don't get charged rent. You don't get charged rent for X amount of years. Please. <laughs> yeah. Please the, set up need, shop. You
2: need to take that little clip from however where this is and, and send it to Nacho Daddy and say, make this your negotiating yeah. point with yeah, Caesars. You're right.
1: because you're right there's no way Caesars will do it cuz both of you are right link doesn't need it they it'd be awesome if her in there but it doesn't need it it's not dying it would fit really Planet well play at hollywood
2: it would fit it, well in plan i
1: agree hollywood. i totally agree on both of these but they don't need it they have some great things there in and, and it would fit well Bally's needs Here, it. here's my only
2: concern if you're going to if nacho daddy is going to get strip front and I'm thinking of that shitty taco place we went, with the good tequila, but shitty food.
1: Oh. I
0: know of where you I don't know it's what um, you're talking about. It's at Planet Hollywood, isn't
2: it? It is. And, it, and it's, it's, it's right when you into the
0: building. It's on the left-hand side. Hollywood. Ta- Ta- it's not tacos
2: and tequila. It's a, it's a Mexican place. We went there. You had the no, worst. No. The first time you ever tried a margarita, yeah. I think, and it was nothing
1: but... Oh, oh, Cabo Wabo.
2: Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> it's, you know what's funny? It's so bad, I'm like, that's not a Mexican place. <laughs> it is. It is, unfortunately. Um, it
2: is. I, 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 what I don't want is for Nacho Daddy to become a hangout for douches and assholes on, on the strip. Karen, it's I on love, the strip. I, no, hold on. And I, I love what I want to make sure if they're gonna go into Bally's, they need to have the room and the space to serve the amount of customers that they can do.
1: That's absolutely right. You know what I what I what I was thinking? are two anchor spots aren't there. Well, Walgreens is taking one of them. Like, and when I say anchor, the two largest retail yeah, the two spaces story, they have. Yeah, crap. When when I think Nacho Daddy, end. I know Walgreens or I know um, um, has the one. Oh, Nacho Daddy hands down has the. Except
2: other. that's not strip front, and it's not really viewing. Pulls you in. To-
1: Look at it, Nacho Daddy back pulls here. Pulls you in. I, I, yeah, I just. I'd walk back all that shit a thousand times to get to Absolutely. Nacho Daddy.
2: I just want them to go where they will be the most successful, and if Bally's needs them to anchor, to draw people, but here's the only problem, people will walk by all the the shitty little shops that they have set up out front. To get to Nacho Daddy well, fuck and Walburgrim sh- yeah. and both oh, yeah. and walk right back out. So that whole bazaar area that they just built is
1: still not going to do well, shit that's, because that's nobody's going to buy anything. That's fine. The rest of those those shops need to figure themselves out. That, that's not what I'm concerned about. I want a quality fucking location like, like Nacho Daddy in there. Except, if you get, Mark, you get your anchors, fuck it. The rest of it will figure itself out. Fair point,
0: Mark, except we know the value of Nacho Daddy because we've experienced it. Downtown, if you've never been downtown or you've never eaten at Nacho Daddy, Nacho Daddy, when you've been downtown, you may not necessarily appreciate what it is that you've got at that point. So, Karen might be onto something if you're not willing to walk through the Grand Bazaar because you hate those terrible, trinkety little stores, you may and you don't know what Nacho Daddy is.
2: And Wahlburgers has a TV show. Listen, they I, have the Wahlburgers. I appreciate behind, the, both the of your points.
1: But we didn't know what the fuck Nacho Daddy was until they came out and we read some tiny story <laughs> well, that was. talked about it. And we're like, it does what? What, what? what do you have?
2: Okay, so how many people? But you have to, you're putting everybody that goes to Vegas in the same realm as your head is. Karen, most I, people do not. Take a sampler
1: a, with a nacho average cheeseburger out front,
2: just out front. They try the Nacho Average cheeseburger. I'm not trying any sample that's I know, right? out on the street.
1: It's funny, I said that and as I was saying, I'm like, I wouldn't need that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I adore the Nacho Average cheeseburger. But uh, I totally appreciate both of your points. And I listen, you're absolutely right. As as a lover of Nacho Daddy, I like I like the idea of going I'd to so amazing on the You store. put it anywhere and it'll be good. No. I don't want that company to fail in any and yeah. I don't even want it to be the slightest sliver of a possibility of someone going, well, it didn't do as good. No.
2: No. They've no. had a history of doing very well wherever they've Because they started in L.A., right? Which is no, 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 no. Not
1: L.A. No, no, no. And I think it's Henderson is where they were set okay. up. And that is where he originally... And
2: he yeah. brought them here because Absolutely. they're so good. And, and they, now they have three locations
1: in Vegas already. There's a reason yep. for it.
2: But you put them on the strip, and to Tony's point, if you've never heard of them, don't know what it is, Nacho Daddy, that just sounds... There's a the name we think is cute but it could be a little weird it, people don't you know you well a lot of listeners will Google and search and places to go and all this kind of stuff so a lot of place people go to Vegas and like all right I have a room in Vegas let's see what's there yeah and,
1: I, I listen I ultimately I don't disagree with you this to me is the capitalist in me especially someplace that I love you're absolutely right I, I'm going blind like this is amazing put it anywhere but People if it's go. if yeah. it's going to absolutely if if those who have more intelligence and experience with this and going, no, we understand that we are still a growing brand and we need to have a a a we need frontage. We need someone to see us, then absolutely that is what I want. Ultimately, ultimately, what I really want is Nacho Daddy on the strip in a successful location that'll be there yep. for as long as I can imagine. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: Right. <laughs> I, get, I love, got messed up with the order. I love how
1: much, that, like, we got, like editing is so much more fun for me now, because I'm like, okay, how much of this is still Vegas-oriented? How much of this is tangent? Tangent goes to bonus round. Vegas-oriented is just like, oh, our show is now three hours long, yeah, because we enjoy each other's company this much, and we talk this much about Vegas. So if you don't like it, fast forward, fucker.
2: No, I just meant, am I next? <laughs> no, I know. <don't. laughs> I don't know where the one oh so Do I have the next one? I,
1: I just meant I didn't. Oh, oh am I? That is I brilliant. You couldn't have answered that question any better than that.
2: It wasn't a question. You had a statement. I'm like, I just wanted Whatever, to know Whatever. Your I reply
0: next. couldn't have been any better. Okay. No, yes, my love. Good. You were next. That was good. Take it. Take it, Karen. That was
1: good.
2: The V-bar. That <laughs> really? That's why you gave it to me. <laughs>
1: no, it isn't. But I was like, oh, uh, here I go. <laughs>
2: The V-bar at Venetian has closed and will be replaced by can, sugar can, can, cane.
1: Can you do me a favor? Um, I went, uh, like you said, the V-bar, and I went, uh, I want to cut to that. Can, can you do, really, and then go, at Venetian. Or no, actually, never mind. I'm, I'm an idiot. Never mind. Huh. Just, just read it again. I, I apologize. I, I know how I'm going to cut it now as I'm talking to you, and I fucked it up. I apologize. Go, go, go. So I hope this
2: makes it into the final show that Mark is a high-maintenance pretentious dick.
1: Oh! Now now I kind of am probably going to have to leave that in, but fuck. Go.
2: The V-Bar at (laughs) (laughs) Venetian...
1: And I'm leaving that in too, bitch! Go ahead.
2: The V-Bar at Venetian has closed and will be replaced by Sugar Cane Raw Bar Grill, a dining establishment that already exists in Miami. Sugarcane will be brought to you by the folks behind Sushi Samba, located in Palazzo's Grand Canal Shops.
1: And we have to explain to you what this restaurant is. You should be hit on the head with a tech hammer. <laughs> Starting January 10th. Oh, this is so exciting. STK at Cosmopolitan will serve brunch every Sunday. No details <laughs> are available at this time.
2: It's too bad we already STK have plans. STK brunch! In place for our next trip. On this Sunday morning.
1: No, we don't, Karen. You. We don't. Oh, we don't? No, we don't. We can make this part. For 360 of Vegas time. Vacation 3, we already have plans, but not for our next, trip. I it was our next trip. No, our next trip is your company trip.
2: Not this year. What
0: are you talking about?
2: This year, <laughs> worldwide in Orlando.
0: Sad face, Mark. <laughs> and that's where we enter in the mwah mwah. <laughs>
2: Exactly. He forgets that it's every have, other year. We're gonna, we're gonna
1: have, wait a minute. Last year, did we didn't go?
2: Yes, we did. Last year in March, we were in Vegas. Trust me. Or this what year. What things did we this do? This year in March. I was working most of the
1: time. What did I we do? We
2: stayed. I don't know what the fuck you did. Oh, my God. You've forgotten your this name. This sounds Chris.
1: fabricated to me. This sounds completely Are you fabricated. you <laughs>
2: Let me guarantee you, because I just booked my flights for Orlando, which is where Worldwide is, or April. We were in March, or in Vegas in March, for my company trip. Remember? Oh, so wait, you were down at the D... On your gambling run, having a great time, and I'm like, just get a room. Don't don't bother coming back. I can sleep better because you won't come in the middle of the night, wake me up. and you ended up. I remember it all now. Now <laughs> it all comes rushing back. I just needed a point of reference. <laughs> yeah, the all-night, you know, gambling down at the D did it for
0: you.
1: That was almost worth it.
0: Sorry, Tony. Yeah.
1: All
0: right. So, you, oh, you don't have to apologize. I was um I went over to the sugar cane raw bar grill because I didn't know what it offered. <laughs>
2: sounds awful to me. Anything with sugar cane and food.
1: It's not sugar cane. That's the name of it. It's all about raw food. So like you're well,
0: they've got got sushi rolls, but then they've got something called a Robata grill which has like beef tongue carpaccio. I, I would not eat that. Don't, don't worry, Mark. There's, there's a time I'll be like, no, you're not putting that it, in your mouth. Actually. Anything that could taste you back, you are not eating. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but I've heard tongue is actually, once you peel, like, the outer layer with all the taste buds off it, the tongue, like, the meat inside is actually really good. Karen is right. a
1: huge fan of my tongue.
0: I, <laughs> <laughs> once you actually peel off the taste buds.
2: <laughs> once you peel off the taste buds, then I like his tongue. But, you know, other than that.
0: Continuing to cash in on the attention the killing of Cecil the lion has brought, change.org has started a petition to encourage Mandalay Bay to cancel the hosting of Safari Club International's February 2016 convention and hunt. No, no, just a convention. Just a convention. <laughs> currently, just under 2500. Oh, they're currently 2500 short of their desired 10,000 signatures.
1: All right, for for the for the record. I don't think Mandalay Bay supports the SCI. I'm pretty sure they're just taking their money for the fucking convention space. And secondly, listen, I I, I don't necessarily support the, the hunting of these kind of wild animals, but I don't also know if I give a fuck if somebody else does it. Like, to me, I'm like, would I do it? No. Do I want to stop someone else from doing it? I don't, I don't know. Would anyone give a fuck if you killed some random lion as opposed to Cecil uh, well, lion?
2: To your point, no. They wouldn't give a fuck if it was random. Right. This guy, from what we understand, the dentist from Minnesota, did not know that he was killing a famous lion. He has no idea. Honest to God, he paid a shitload for hired
1: guides. Yeah.
2: Yeah. To allow him. And you have to pay a fee. If you're going to go to Africa and shoot a lion, you got to pay a fee. You got to do all that. He thought it was all in the up and up. What, Las what, Vegas what are advisors you? reporting that the, quote, how the fuck is this legal dry docking known as resort fees, unquote, are oh continuing to increase. No. Can I, can, I, can,
0: I can I try? Go for it, buddy. Go for can we, it. Can we then do a who wore it better?
2: You obviously will because apparently this is something I don't get. So,
0: Las Vegas. If it, you
2: do, that might say a lot more about you than it does me.
0: Yeah. Well. Uh, We'll define what dry docking means in just a minute, but hang on. (laughs) Las Vegas advisor is reporting that the how the fuck is this legal dry docking known as resort fees is continuing to increase. You can expect to find the high end will be about $35 per night, and the rest will then fall into place, you know, given their respective markets.
1: As a reminder, I am very interested in joining the class action lawsuit if and when it ever gets filed. Yes,
0: I can't wait. Fucking
1: seriously? $35 $35 a night resort fees in Vegas.
0: Yeah. Just for the bullshit that is trying to have a lower rate on the
1: Expedia website. Well, which basically means false advertising. What can yeah. I do to falsely advertise what my room rates are? It's fucking ridiculous. So,
0: um, Karen. Yes. Urban Dictionary defines dry docking is the act of placing... Two penis head-to-head where at least one penis has not been circumcised and rolling the foreskin from one penis onto and over the other. And you would use it in a sentence like this. Don't look. Those nukes are dry docking.
2: So what's, what's funny is in the example was those nukes. What, what the hell is a nuke? Two dicks. What?
1: Really? Oh, right. You,
2: wait, hold on. You guys refer to your dicks as nukes,
1: <laughs> Karen. Karen yeah, baby, Karen. Let's Let me... be honest. Oh lord. Do, do do missiles not look phallic? Do they not? I, I promise you, they don't look like vaginas. I love vaginas. Yeah. They don't look anything yeah, like them.
2: Yeah. The fact that you would call your dicks nukes is really. <laughs> <laughs> wow. The male ego has... Karen, been. there's
1: also a reason why they're underground, and then you and then you you open a door, <laughs> and they and they oh. erect out and like going, oh, we're about to fucking kill something.
2: Because <laughs> you wouldn't want them just standing around all the time. Because right. that right, wouldn't have they, a, have yeah. be, they have to be they
1: have to properly put in their place, and then when it's time to sport them. The problem
2: the door, is when when they finally show up, they blow off so fast. So you're know. like,
0: what the? Hell? Now, see, here's an interesting. This see, <laughs> you can, the thing about urban dictionaries you can actually vote for which answer you think is best (laughs) because the fifth answer down is the one that i actually thought was a bit more apropos and that would be the act of screwing a chick
1: in the ass without lube oh my god tony that is actually when i wrote that story that is actually the definition that i thought in my head and i'm like that just that's just cruel to me that's just cruel no that was that was my concept
0: Oh, thank you, Urban Dictionary, for making me look hipper than I really am.
1: <laughs> Karen, since no, you were unable so, to to no follow way. it, I, unfortunately, this week I didn't I didn't properly assign them. Oh, to people, really? So, I have so no now, idea.
2: now, oh, excuse me, because you you didn't intend to give me the V bar thing.
1: Well, no, that just worked. That some things I write, some things are inspired in the moment.
2: Minus five ice bar <laughs> at Mandalay Bay will undergo a complete remodel in early 2016, bringing in more than 120 tons of fresh. 100% pure Canadian ice, Canadian. and plans to create a 1,300. yeah uh,
1: that would be 1,300. Yeah, not. not that's what I said. Yeah, 13, I apologize. said it. I, I put said the comma it. in the wrong space. She was a professional. No, I the comma's it in the
2: right space. You add an extra zero.
1: Well, then the comma wouldn't be in the right place, would it? If that zero actually existed. But then it would be
2: 13,000, and 1,300 is correct, and so that's what you had.
1: I'm trying to admit I do wrong. It's part of what the therapists has told me to do. But
2: it's fine. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> however i could have just walked over it and nobody i know would have i know
1: you're a pro karen but what i wanted was to once again have be be subtle or not subtle be um, subtle
2: you failed miserably. no
1: what's what's the word uh um de- uh, de- i don't know go fuck deferential can, you were can being can I? De- oh, can deprecating deprecating that's the one that's the one i was looking for
2: 100 can pure canadian ice and plans to create a 1300 square foot ice bar no word on when exactly it will reopen or how long it will take to defrost the space.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Why is that funny? Defrost the oh space. God. Come on. Tony got it right off the bat. It's a giant place that's made of ice. Clearly, you got to defrost the motherfucker. How else are you going to get rid of that Actually, shit?
2: you don't because it's not like you have the frost
1: oh. buildup. You've ruined this joke. You've you ruined it.
2: More. Have you ever had to defrost a deep freeze? No, life? but that's the yes. joke.
1: They're part of it. Tony nope. got it. Tony Man's got ton it. Jokes. I appreciate it. Tony got That's it. Vegas Eater is reporting that Botero, the steakhouse at Encore that closed in November to undergo a $1.4 million renovation, will reopen at the end of this month under the new name Jardin, French for an enclosed garden, and will no longer be a steakhouse, but a more casual three-meal restaurant. No word what or where Encore plans to open a new steakhouse and a property because what fucking property in Las Vegas doesn't have a steakhouse? No kidding.
0: Serendipity 3 at Caesars Palace has a new eating challenge through the end of December. It's called The Brick and requires you to consume five 16-inch flatbread pizzas stacked on top of one another with prosciutto, pepperoni, sausage, pancetta, cheeses, and marinara in 40 minutes. Success means it's free... Failure means you just bought seventy-five dollars worth of food you'll soon be throwing off.
1: What the fuck? I, I, I don't. First of all, I don't get eating challenges in general. I don't, no. I, I don't get them. To me, it, it's disgusting. I, 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 but really,
2: I'm. I'll be honest. I'm less and less impressed with Serendipity Three. The we long had day. one
1: bad eating experience, and it has ruined. Serendipity Three for uh, you? No,
2: we've had I mean, one great. We've had many
1: great. A couple snack. Experiences for
2: you, not for me.
1: Okay.
2: And, and honestly, and you add this on top of it, I don't. I don't get what Serendipity Three is. It has a little bit of everything. It's a hodgepodge. It doesn't make any sense to me.
0: I think that their, you know, their real claim to fame is their frozen hot chocolates, yeah, yeah, and then that's anything that's else is just you're going there for food. I'll tell you what, though, uh, Jen and I went there for some severe hungover breakfast one morning, and it hit the spot. Really? See, I, that's the thing that failed us. Oh th- yeah, we went for
2: breakfast. It was awful.
0: Oh, my goodness. Oh, that is too bad. No, no, no. She... And as a matter of fact, hers was even better than mine, and mine was pretty decent. I think I got like a breakfast burrito, but she got, a, I think, a quesadilla, and oh, my God, I immediately took one bite of hers
1: and thought I completely ordered the wrong meal well so. the good
2: thing is is they give you such huge portions that you could probably have just eaten half of hers well and this is good. also
1: one of the great things i love about reviews is doing reviews you are like oh we had a horrible experience like oh my god it was so good here but like that's what i love about it. like what we say don't go like oh my god i heard if serendipity 3 sucked but like no we're just sharing with you for entertainment purposes our experience i love that really, people like you're you're putting
2: a pitch for reviews in the middle of this
1: <laughs> that is called cross-promotion, Karen. Thank you, Karen, for ruining the, the advertisement Karen? that was...
2: Karen! <laughs> I can't even say my name anymore. Yikes. All right. Whatever. We're in trouble. But hey, some good news. Remember the British Airways jet that caught fire back in September with more than 170 people on board? Well, it's flying again. <laughs> British Airways have sent repair crews to McCarran and no word on when she'll return to active duty. Oh,
1: I'm so relieved. I was like, oh, my God, a plane the caught fire? What are we going to do with it? Just throw it away? No, let's fix it. <laughs> and then put more people on it.
0: Attractions is the portion of the show where we share with you acts and artists outside of the usual residencies that will be performing in Vegas in the future. Monday, the Gold Coast celebrates its 29th birthday. They open December 21st, 1986.
2: Tuesday, Encore celebrates its 7th birthday. They open on December 22nd, 2008.
1: Saturday, Flamingo celebrates its 69th birthday. They open December 26th, 1946. And Lisa Lampanelli <laughs> It sounds funny to announce the oldest still-operating casino in Las Vegas. And then, on that same night, Lisa Lampanelli is performing
0: at the Venetian. Someone who's not unfamiliar with 69ing.
1: <laughs> Her show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $50. Saturday and
0: Sunday, Jerry Seinfeld is performing at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace. Show starts at 7.30 p.m. Tickets start at $105. Britney Spears is at the Access Theater at Planet Hollywood. Show starts at uh, 9pm. Tickets start at $120.
2: And on Sunday, bring your uh, P.R.O. Motley (laughs) Crue is performing at the MGM Grand. Show starts at 7pm. Tickets start at $27.
0: Don't forget, you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists we report on our Coming Attractions calendar on the blog. Let's move into Playing Vegas. Playing Vegas is the portion of the show where we share with you touring acts and artists performing next week in Vegas. The string cheese incident mm-hmm. is playing at Brooklyn Bowl at the Link Promenade, Saturday and Sunday, March 18th through the 20th. Shows start at 9 p.m. Tickets start at $60.
2: Erica Badu is performing at the Brooklyn Bowl in Link Promenade on Friday, January 15th. Shows start at 9:30 p.m. Tickets start at 20
1: bucks. Beck is performing at Brooklyn Bowl in the Link Promenade, Thursday, January 7th. Show starts at 9 p.m. Tickets start at $75.
0: That is how you know that our generation is starting to make enough money. <laughs> <sighs> Warren G. and Crazy Bone are performing at the Brooklyn Bowl in the Link Promenade Sunday, January 17th. Show starts at 9 p.m. and tickets
1: start at $25. you. No, we didn't skip over you. It's now your turn. Wait,
2: so which one am
1: I? Your ACDC. AC-DC. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> what you are. You asked.
0: You wanted to know which one am I. Yeah. All right. AC- Stop. 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 Guys, shh, I'm tr- you gotta be serious. now. Right. <laughs> gotta focus. We're recording this, guys. <laughs> <laughs> gotta, I gotta, I gotta, like, I gotta get, I gotta get into my head and say, oh, I gotta get into my hey,
2: head. What's that? I was coming back from the restroom. I had to pee. <laughs> Too much wine. Like, where am I? Wait, ACDC right. okay, down there. Still. I know. And neither one of you will shut up enough for me to start. I
0: know. I'm sorry. It's, it's very funny.
2: <laughs> ACDC is performing. <laughs> ACDC is performing at the MGM Grand on Friday, February fifth. Show starts at eight PM and tickets start at
1: sixty-nine bucks. The ACM, which is the American Country Music thing or something, I don't know. The ACM Party for a Cause Festival will be at the Las Vegas Festival Grounds Friday through Sunday, April first through the third. Show starts at three PM. Three-day passes start at one seventy-five. Wow. Friday's headliner is Carrie Underwood. Saturday's is Dirks Bentley. And Sundays is Kenny Chesney.
2: Wait, Dirk Bentley is a is a real name? person. Yeah,
1: I know, right? Sounds like a total joke, right? Oh, I always thought it was um a group. I have no but idea. No,
0: it's that's really the
2: guy's we, name. Like, like, once it's again, it's not really his name. We we, 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 no we, we mock
1: really country name. music, but it's really just to try and make it's it's an easy target. Who gives up? If you like country music, that's great for you. Adam Sandler, Norm MacDonald,
0: and Rob Schneider are performing at the Joint at Hard Rock Saturday and Sunday, February 13th and 14th. Shows start at 8 p.m. Tickets start at, wow, $160. Adam Sandler hasn't done stand-up in 20 fucking years. Well, and um, Norm MacDonald and Rob Schneider and...
1: That's a uh, hell of a lineup. Wait, hold on,
2: hold on. So you're you're getting Norm MacDonald fresh off his... KFC Colonel Sanders, <laughs> you're gonna have to pay a premium for that. I'm just saying.
1: She is right. He's found a whole new audience. She, now. she's absolutely right. I mean, he, that guy's rolling in. He K-
2: booted. booted Daryl Hammond. That guy's rolling
1: in KFC cash. You should be fucking grateful. Right? <laughs> that it's only 160. It's right. And you get three of them. Come on. That's
0: going to do it for episode 186. Thank you all for listening, downloading. We really appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so by going to the blog, 360VegasPodcast.com. You can support the show via PayPal donation. You can buy stuff from our merchandise store, which is Zazzle.com slash 360Vegas, or go on over to Vegas.com. It also helps others find our show if you'll review us on iTunes. If you'd like to send us some feedback, written or audio, you can do so at 360VegasPodcast at gmail.com. Tony, where can folks find you? Uh, I am both at Tony Snyder and at Vice Lounge OL. Karen?
2: I am Karen and Mark, which is K-E-R-E-N-N-M-A-R-K.
1: Is it both? I thought we established last time that it was Karen Mark.
2: God damn it. Is it real? I don't know. Yeah, I apologize. Okay.
1: Who knows? You'll figure it out, uh, one of the two of them. What are you Next week, you you get to enjoy, while well, well, uh, most of us are on Christmas break. We, we, we still want to give you some content.
2: What are we doing next week?
1: Well, Karen and I will be in Disney. This time, Yay. fingers crossed, Wait. I won't have kidney stones. Well, we're there. Oh,
2: you better not, because.
1: Uh, we'll, we'll never we'll go back to Disney again. Yeah, we'll never try it again. We won't. <laughs> at least at Christmas. That's right. So uh, you will get to enjoy the various Wait. outtakes that we enjoy recording to one another. Well, it's not just last week. I assure (laughs) you, I'm gonna add some from Mm -hmm. this week too. We enjoy each other's company and that requires, or that ends up- Requiring uh, alcohol? It doesn't require, (laughs) it it ends up inevitably be, inevitably, inevitably, there we go. Eventually I got there. You end up getting outtakes and, and not just outtakes, usually tangents of an extended variety And you're going to get to enjoy a lot of those next week. So uh, we'll see you then.